I am Linda. And I'm Sarah. I'm a boomer mom. I'm a millennial daughter. And we're here to talk about relationships. All kinds of relationships. So without further ado, let's, let's get, get relational. Hi, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Relational. Today, we're talking about managing expectations. <laughs> See, she wasn't expecting that. No. 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 <laughs> uh, so... We, we decided to look at all the different categories of what we have learned um, that's really helped us have successful relationships. So one of them is managing expectations. Yes. And, and checking in with yourself about what you're feeling, first of all. Oh, yeah. We tend to be very unconscious in a lot of the ways we live our lives. And so relationally, what we've started looking at is being very intentional about what we want to create in our own relationship and in our uh, relationships with other people. And so uh, the thing we really looked at was examining our own expectations. And yeah. so uh, looking at it from the perspective of individual personal responsibility first and really diving into that and going, all right, well, if I'm not feeling good in this relationship, what am I needing to do differently? Or can something be different? Mm -hmm. You know, do my expectations need to be managed? Have I not expressed myself? Am I not really... Um, uh, giving myself the opportunity to ask for what I want because mm -hmm. maybe I don't even know what I want. I just know I don't feel good. You just feel icky kicky right. in your tum tum. You just icky kicky kicky. Where it's just like where you just it's just like you don't feel good. You don't feel comfortable. You feel um, where you're, it's just not a great feeling in your body. And so you have to when you're when you're at the point of feeling icky kicky. Why? Why are you feeling that? What's coming up for you? Are you resentful in a, a relationship? Are you feeling disappointed? Are you feeling frustrated? And if that is it because you're not getting the attention that you want? Are you not getting to spend time with certain people? Um, are you not uh, feeling a sense of intimacy that you really want? Um, so what's coming up in what you're wanting but not getting and why are you not getting that? Right, because the, the expectations of yourself and the expectations of the other person in the relationship both have to be uh, looked at. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, part of it for us is looking at, are we on the same page? And, yeah. and so when we're looking at managing expectations in our own relationship, you know, Sarah lives 15 minutes away from me right now, mm -hmm. and that's great. But that doesn't mean I'm going to show up on her doorstep unannounced. I know some parents do this to their children. She has never done this, ever. I know she will. Not, not, not that kind of, kind of mom. I, I would if it was something she wanted, um, and and it was like she had expressed a, a communication saying, "I really wish you would just stop by sometimes." I, I do call and say, you know, do you want something? You know, can I do anything for you? That kind or of thing. Or if I mentioned I want Taco Bell, she'd be like, "I can deliver Taco Bell for you." <laughs> there are days I do things like that. Yeah. <laughs> the other day she was coming down to go to the grocery store, which is three minutes from my house. And so she wanted to see if I wanted a coffee or anything. And it was like, it was just so nice to feel like there was that. Um, I wasn't expecting her to do anything like that. Uh, and I can hope that she'll do things like that. But if I don't express that I want it, or if I don't express appreciation when she does it, uh, it doesn't really cement that um, feeling of like that we can surprise each other and, and, and do that kind of thing. So that's part of our managing our expectations is not thinking the other person is supposed to do anything, yeah. really. Um, I think that's kind of how we've done it. Yeah, it's just we, we talk, we communicate. We communicate about things and just 
have a conversation about like um what works and what doesn't and you know uh recently she sat me down not really but um <laughs> um we i i just gone through a breakup and uh we were supposed to get back to working on this again and uh she like looked at me and was like okay so you, you know communication and more communication about this would have been better because i just did not have the capacity to um well, she, didn't, about she didn't follow through on but some I, things. Yes. She was supposed to come over and, and do some work with me on the project and didn't communicate that she just wasn't together enough to do it. I kind of figured that out. But um, I, it would have been nice if she had just said, hey, I know I said I was coming over today. I'm just not feeling it. I just can't. I don't yeah. have it in, in me to do it. And so I said to her, you know, I, I would really like it if you would just communicate a little bit better about that so that I, I knew what to expect. And, um, and then because I can't um, hide my emotions from showing up on my face. In, in card games, yes. But when someone is talking to me about stuff, no. Um, so it was just written all over my face that I was upsetting spaghetti about something. But really what was going through my mind was like, oh, gosh, darn it. I disappointed her again. Man! Like, it was more of that kind of thing of like, shit. <laughs> like, I did it again. Um, so... Uh, and then she came back. Well, and, and like so in that, later. in that moment, yeah. I didn't say anything. I could tell she was a little close yeah. to tears, and I thought, "Wow, is she mad at me?" Close to tears. It, it was that—that's that look in your face but when I it's had like a, you're gonna cry. Oh, I had that look. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah. I had the look. I was not gonna cry. Just, but yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, so but I thought I, I'm not gonna probe more right now. I'm just gonna kind of let it go. I, I said what I wanted to say. She had an opportunity to say something back if she wanted to, and. We've worked on our relationship so that I can say what I need to say or she can say what she needs to say without fear of the other person having a meltdown, screaming at us, any of that kind of stuff. Um, we've both been in relationships and in situations where people have been really inappropriate with, with their feedback about something, um, anger or, or whatever. Um, in some cases, uh, getting gaslighted by somebody like telling you what you think and what you feel and, mm -hmm. and it wasn't true. Um, so... You know, it, it's important to us to be able to say what we feel and then um, wait for the other person to be able to communicate back. Uh, and it may not be in that moment. And so yeah. that's the piece that we, we've really worked at doing. So that was the, the thing there was, you know, she, my expectation was she was going to follow through because she usually does. She's very good about following yeah. through. And but so I, was... I, I just, I let it go because I figured she was having some emotional stuff that she was working on. And if she wanted assistance from me, she'd ask for it. And so, um, but what was interesting was part of why it was even harder for me during that time was I had, I did have some expectation of spending time with her because I, I just go in and out during these COVID times, in and out of how easily I'm managing this stuff. And, and for some reason that week, just the isolation and the, the loss of all of the normal stuff. Um, oh, that was, the other thing was because we, um, I couldn't go outside because the smoke was so bad. Yeah. And yeah. so I was really limited in what I had uh, uh, at my disposal for working through stuff. And so I was really looking forward to spending time with her. And so I, but I also felt like my needs were not more important than her needs. You know, her need was to process this stuff and to go internal, talk to her friends, whatever mm -hmm. she needed to do, um, play video games or, you know, do something mindless so that she just allowed the feelings to come up and process them. And I needed to manage my own expectations about what was possible in that moment. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, when, when those things happen, it's like often I want to check in and say, are we still on the same page? You know, we still want to do the project together. What do we want to do together? Have you thought about something else? Uh, you know, cause she has other influences in her life. And so other people that she talks to about things. And so, you know, I, I will often come back and revisit, are we on the same page about this? And, um, and that's conscious communication. And so often we have expectations that we haven't even identified to ourselves. Yeah. We just think it's supposed to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. And so we want to operate from that position of feeling like we think it's supposed to be this way. So we think the other person thinks it should be this way too. But in reality, we haven't even identified to ourselves what we think um, we think is the right thing. I mean, just think about how you're in a new relationship. And um, one person wants to spend a lot of time and they're texting all day long. And the other person's like, whoa, that's too fast. That's, that's back off. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really like you, but I, I need a little more like easing into this thing. I would like to be a, a turtle, a tortoise, really. Yes. Versus yeah. a squirrel. Yeah. Squirrel turtle. Yeah. Squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so really looking at um, checking in to see if you're on the same page. And this is true in like every aspect of your relationships. It can be about sex. It can be about spending time together. It can be about the kind of food you eat in your household. It can be about the kinds of activities you do with your friends. Uh, a lot of people have changed up some of the activities they do in the beginning of our quarantine thing. A lot of people were talking about how much they were drinking and eating and, and eating not good for you foods. I mean, when you just look at the shortage of flour and how many people were baking, madly baking, because suddenly yeah. that was going to make us feel better. It's kind of funny, um, but it Getting did. carbs. Yeah, it did make a lot of people feel yeah. better for, for a period of time to be in that process of baking. Um, yeah. And so it was kind of funny to see some of those things. But anyway, I digress. The, so the, the being on the same page thing, yeah. I think, is, is super important. And there, it doesn't mean anything if you're not on the same page. It doesn't mean you shouldn't have the relationship. You yeah. have. It doesn't mean anything. It just means at this moment in time, you're not on the same page. Yeah. And, and then that's just like, okay, the well, then how can I adjust my expectations to make sure that, like, there isn't pressure to be more than what we currently are able to be on right now or um interact kind of deal because when you're on the same page then it's like okay then you have to talk about what you can expect from the other person right so it's making sure to, that you're not expecting more from that other person based on where you're currently at in your relationship yeah so yeah and the thing that we we um have been discussing a lot in uh, our own relationship and in our relationships with other people is capacity mm -hmm. and so really really getting clear on what capacity you have right now for your relationships and what capacity the other person has that you're trying to have a relationship with yeah so if you are in a family situation where people have moved home that haven't been living there um, or uh, you've blended families. I know a lot of families are having to live together in these uh, economic times. And so families are moving in together that aren't even related to each other. And uh, it, it's creating a, a lot of opportunity. I like to look at it as opportunity, not crisis. Um, mm -hmm. But and it's creating a lot of opportunity to get to know how to communicate better. And there aren't nearly enough ways that we're taught how to communicate. And the... Um, the, the piece about the capacity is so important because if I'm trying to get my needs met from my friends who only want to have light conversations and have fun and all of that, if I'm trying to get my needs met for depth and really, really getting um, my heart and my soul bared, 
I'm not going to get it from those people. They yeah. don't, I don't have the capacity yeah. or interest. Um, they, they might have capacity if they wanted to do it, mm -hmm. but they don't want to. Yeah, and just, it's like, they yeah. just like those light, fun, fluffy conversations. And there's certainly a place for those. In our relationship, we have both. Yeah. Um, but not every friendship or relationship has both. Mm -hmm. And um, and so, you know, we've gotten super clear uh, for ourselves and in our conversations with each other about who we can expect to get what from. And that's really been a big eye opener for both of us, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the capacity is so important for not only knowing what you're able to put forth in a relationship, but also understanding what someone else is able to put forth in a relationship. Um, so, uh, for example, the breakup that I just that I went through was really kind of based around the fact that my partner did not have the capacity to be in a romantic relationship at this point in time. There's too much going on in his life where it just his energy and his was focusing more on like dealing with like personal stuff that he was going through. And when you're at max capacity just with that, and there's only like 5% left over, you're gonna wanna spend your time doing something else other than having to like, so be there and support and make an effort to like do something with anyone, with someone else when your capacity is just like completely blown over with other stuff. And so for that, it was just like, okay, that's, I completely understand that. Like, that was not about me, you know? That was not my fault, it was not my doing. He just didn't currently have the capacity to be in a romantic relationship. Cool, we'll be friends. Um, so it's understanding that sometimes people aren't gonna have the capacity to be the kind of person that you want them to be in your life at this time. And that is not about you, that is not your fault. It's just what they're going through is taking up more time and energy than they have to be able to be the person that you really want them to be. Yeah, and I, I also wanna just point out that some people just have limited capacity in general mm -hmm. for intimacy. Some people have limited capacity for being with other people. Um, what was that whole spoon thing that for introverts that you, oh, you told like, me about Oh, there's this college? like spoon theory basically, or like not really a theory, but a way of describing your, your energy level, how the, your, of your, literally of your capacity. So maybe for at the beginning of the day, after a really good night's sleep and some breakfast, if you're into breakfast, that you have like 15 spoons. And then everything you do throughout the day removes a spoon. So sometimes at the end of the day, you may end up with only like one spoon left. And like with your one spoon, you're gonna go read a book or you're gonna go play some video games. Or you're gonna watch a movie. You don't really wanna interact with, uh, with people. Um, other times, maybe you end up with like you know, five spoons, depending on the day, and then you have more time and energy to do things. So it's basically just delegating with like a visual, of like you just have all of these spoons and the more you do things like talking to people, going to work, um, uh, doing homework or something, maybe going and exercising that you're removing spoons from like your capacity to be able to do things or hang out with people and stuff like that. Yeah, and the thing about that that's uh, really interesting to me is that you have to manage your own spoons. Yeah. And so, you know, if you are a working parent, for instance, you need to keep some spoons for when you get home for your spouse and for your children. Uh, you know, you've got to uh, not come home totally spent and totally spoonless, you know, because people still need your attention and your energy. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, looking at um, the opportunities to to connect with people during the day and 
to have deep connections with the people you live with in the evening is overwhelming for a lot of people right now. And then for some people, and I've seen this a lot, where the people are working at home together and they're also trying to have like life together um, and, and it's getting really challenging because there just isn't enough energy. So part of it is giving people a pass during these times. That's one of the things that we've talked about a lot is um, not having super big expectations of people and being reasonable about what can happen and also asking for what you want. And so the thing is, um, is to really look at emotionally, is that person capable of giving you what you want? I do yeah. have any experience of them having given you that kind of attention before, or, you know, is if, if there may be somebody you really enjoy spending time with and you'd love to hike with every week, but they have seven different people that they hike with. So it's rare that they can fit you into the rotation. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I've got a few friends like that. It's like when I, I've initiated trying to do something, it's like, well, I would love to, but I don't think I have an opening for six weeks. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, let me know if you have a cancellation. It's like getting into a doctor's appointment. Mm -hmm. And so I realized that I couldn't keep tapping on the shoulder of the person who had no capacity for me. And so it was like, well, why do you keep asking the same people who don't have time for you? That they, yeah. and, and, there's, and it's really easy to um, make it about you and, and make yeah. it uh, that there's something wrong with you, that they don't want to spend time with you. And the truth is they've made other commitments mm -hmm. and it doesn't have anything to do with you. Um, and it might have something to do with you. They might not enjoy your company, but why are you tapping on that all the time? Why are you asking them all the time? Mm -hmm. And you really have to look at where you're doing that in your life, I think. You yeah. Know, like where are you tapping on the door of someone who has no capacity for anything? Yeah. Um, to, to give at all. And e even to have a fun, light conversation, you know, they just, mm -hmm. they're spent. They just can't do it. Yeah. But in there, it's just being able to understand where someone's capacity at also allows you to not expect more from them. So uh, in my main group of friends from high school, actually, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> known them from high school, still my best friends. Um, one of them is busy all the damn time, all the time. Like if you want to hang out with this, this dude, you have to book him like four weeks in advance, if not more to like spend like literally like two hours together. But because that's just how he rolls, he's, he's working all the time. He has a, he has a lot of like, he's much more extroverted. So he knows a lot of people. So he's divvying his time up between like spending his time with uh, his other people in his life so it's like I very early on I understood this kid's busy all the time I don't need to ask for more than that because I know when when he does show up it's always really fun it's a great time um and like he'll make time if we ask but we have to ask in advance and like that's the only thing it's just like oh uh, we can still see this dude. We just have to make sure we ask in advance. And then he may not be able to spend a whole lot of time, but he'll still make time. It's just he's already committed to other things. And it's just knowing that and it, not expecting him to make a whole lot of effort to, you know, set aside all of his time and these other people that he's like more in common contact with. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, I, I really want to um, really dig into this capacity thing a little bit more because I just think there's so much juice in capacity. Mm -hmm. And um, to look at your own capacity first, you know, so if you're having um, expectations or you're feeling pulled by people, are you being clear in your communication? If, A, you got to be clear with yourself, like what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. And then if you're trying to get something from somebody else and you're not getting it, like what is internally, what are you yearning for? 
What what's really coming up for you that you're you're still knocking on this door of this person that just isn't there? You know, like if you were totally only wanting to do spontaneous things, that particular friend would not be someone you could do them with. Nope. So if you had your whole life was doing spontaneous things and his whole life is being busy, um, that you probably aren't going to meet anywhere. No. And, and so yeah. you're going to have to give a little and, yeah. and, and say, okay, I'll plan. And he's going to have to fit you into the schedule. Yeah. And so, so it's really looking at, you know, do I value this relationship enough to figure it out? So, mm -hmm. and, and in some cases you're related to that person. So mm -hmm. it's a really good idea to figure it out. Um, but you don't have to turn yourself into a pretzel because of other people's expectations. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you know, we talk a lot about, um, being able to have expectations of each other, but, but to communicate them, that, that must be our number one thing that we talk about. It is absolutely 100%. The most important thing that you can do in any relationship is communicate about what you want and what you expect and what you need, and then have a conversation about all of those things and what they want and expect and need from the relationship. What a concept. Right? Um, but it's, and it puts, by doing that, it puts you on the, on the uh, conveyor belt of looking at the, uh, whether or not you're on the same page. I don't know why it's a conveyor belt, but it's a <laughs> conveyor belt in my brain. Um, it's the, because so often we get caught up in our own brains of thinking things. We, we are serial thinkers. We think all the time. We're always thinking. We're always um, going through things and we oft, often can go and get into overthinking spirals if we're not careful. So, and, and when you're going through an overthinking spiral, then you can start making assumptions and then you can start changing your expectations based on your assumptions. So, by actively communicating and like halting that downward spiral, you can talk with the other person about this is what I need and want and um, expect. Can I get that from you? And they can come back at you with a, a response kind of deal. And um, so you're getting to the same page or realizing that maybe you're not on the same page and maybe never were in your relationship. And that's okay too. Um, but it's and it's just important that if you're if you haven't communicated like having a conversation with someone someone about what you expect from the, the relationship if you've never done that before why not start now because you might find some things very interesting about what they're seeing in your relationship and maybe um like i read it was really interesting i read somewhere like it was a post something post on some social media account of basically this person who uh made like scheduled a uh, like a coffee shop sort of get together with someone that they didn't know very well and this person like showed up like panting like out of breath and they're like I ran here because I didn't want to be late because you're always busy all the time and I really wanted to spend time with you and it was this person was like oh I didn't realize we were at that level of friendship because that's not how they saw like showing affection or being there for someone so there's also the the idea that how they want to spend time with you and how they want to show their love can also differ from what you're expecting them to show you love because how you show love might be different from how they do it so that's also really important about talking about where are we on this on this relationship levels i like are we on the same page or are we not uh to figure out are, are you on, are you not on the same page because you're miscommunicating your like showing love 
too, like showing love and affection, because that can also happen. You're like, wow. What? Yeah, I'm just taking all that <laughs> in, actually. It's, it's, a, it's a lot to take in. Uh, but I, I, the capacity thing is, is in every single relationship. Yeah. And, you know, what you were just describing is, you know, there's, um, there's capacity in my friendships. I have capacity for certain kinds of friendships at this stage in my life. And um, COVID has certainly influenced that. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that uh, I'm very aware of is the increase in alcohol abuse and drug abuse and relapses and, and increases in domestic violence. And what's clear to me is that there's a, a ton of need for um, communication, for connection, for love, uh, for healing. And we often don't take the opportunity to do any of that for ourselves. And so, you know, when you're looking at your own capacity, it's like, what I'm always looking at is how can I build my capacity? And I was talking with a friend about this the other day. We were talking about courses we were taking that, that weren't really related to what we wanted to do professionally, but well, there were things to increase our capacity to be bigger people, to be more loving, to be more connected. And I, I don't really believe that you're born with a capacity you're an introvert, you're an extrovert, you're, you know, whatever. I don't believe that you can't change. And so um, I am rarely friends with people who um, say things like, oh, that's just the way I am. Because uh, mostly my friends are on growth journeys and, and spiritual paths and, and they want to be everything they can be. They want to be um, more kind. They want to be more generous. They want to be more connected. And a lot of us don't know how to do that. We don't have the capacity because nobody's ever taught us. So being able to figure out in a relationship, any kind of relationship, friendships and parent-child relationships and romantic relationships, any of those relationships to look at where are we? Are we on the same page about what we want? Because I know a lot of families um, who are disconnected right now are really missing the connection and, and but they're not able to communicate very well with each other about it. And before where they could just show up and like watch TV together or do something in person like that, in a lot of households, they're not able to do that. They're, they're, they're too isolated or they can't travel um, mm -hmm. or they don't feel safe traveling. Um, and so really looking at the change in your relationship, the change in your own personal capacity right now, and, and what are the things that you could do to expand your own capacity and not have expectations of other people that they can't meet so that you're learning how to self-soothe and you're learning how to get your own needs met in ways that you know, you haven't considered before. I, I, for me, the biggest benefit of the COVID isolation and quarantine, and then we had the smoke and the fires and, and stuff here too. The biggest benefit of that has been really looking at the relationships I do have in my life and looking at how I can strengthen them yeah. and what kind of attention they need um, mm -hmm. and what I need to get through all of this. And for me, I, I'm not going to unfriend any of my uh, friends that are um, super, um, anxiety ridden and, and really having a hard time, but I will limit how much time I spend with them because I, I, it, it depletes me too much. And so, um, I want to have, I want to be at maximum capacity for as many people as possible, but I also want to be very realistic with myself about who, uh, helps me feel more expansive and, and helps me, um, grow in, uh, through all of this experience. So that's the piece for me is, is really looking at, how do I expand my own capacity mm -hmm. and how am I realistic and accepting of everyone else's? Yeah. 
because that's that's the most important thing is to be realistic about what you can really expect from other people yeah so and not be afraid to ask yeah and, and check in just be like yeah. you know can you do this is yeah. that possible for you or do you not or is it that because their response might be um no i don't have the capacity to do that like i can't do that or i'm not interested in doing that Right. So that's the other thing. And not taking that personally when yeah. you say they're not interested mm -hmm. in it. Because a lot of times we won't say what we want. Um, because of that second. Because we're, we're yeah. afraid of the rejection. Yeah. And so for me, that increasing my capacity has been about being able to uh, risk uh, my requests. Like to, to reach out to someone and say, I would like to do this. Um, would you be interested in doing that with me? And not allow myself to dwell in the hurt feelings. So I might have hurt feelings if somebody mm -hmm. rejects me and says, no, I, I don't want to do that with you. Um, it's like, well, I've seen you do it with 10 other people, but not me. It's like, yeah, I don't see our relationship that way. And, and a lot of people aren't, aren't able to like communicate so clearly. So like we dance around things and I'm trying really hard now to just be direct. Uh, and people will not think I have any issue with not being direct, but, but I will hold back sometimes yeah. and not ask something or not um, say, I would really like this to be this way. And because I don't want to hear their rejection. And so for me, it's been really building up that inner strength and that ability to take care of myself and to soothe myself. Because in uh, particularly during these times, we're limited in what we can do with people. And mm -hmm. so for me, um, one of the things I used to love was uh, having big parties and having lots of people around. I moved into this house a year ago, partly so I could have that uh, opportunity. And so I, I did have several of those opportunities before COVID hit and um, our, our numbers grew smaller about who we would hang out with. And, um, and it's really made me look at uh, my capacity for intimacy and my capacity and interest in smaller group kinds of activities. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I realized that for me, the big events are easy. You know, you're hosting, you're always busy, you're doing something, you can't get into too much of a conversation because you're just flitting from one thing to another, you know. Do I have enough ice out? Do I have enough drinks? Is there enough food? And um, uh, greeting everybody and all that. But it's not a time for deep, deeper conversations. And so this time has really made me uh, so appreciate the people in my life um, and so yeah. appreciate the the times that we've had these deeper conversations. And mm -hmm. and Sarah will even sometimes come and, and do stuff with some of my friends. And it's, it's so good for my friends to have somebody who's young. Um, and it's so good for her to have the the experience um, and, you know, see how other people are working through relationships things. Yeah. And, and we've had a couple of things where, you know, somebody has been uh, kind of new in our circle and, and um, well, there've been some challenges and it's been kind of fun to have Sarah around to make observations and, and to kind of see what she thinks and also watch people older than her processing it and working mm -hmm. through it and, and being light with it and, 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 and kind of strategizing about what makes sense. Yeah. And um, so for me, it's about, managing expectations to kind of bring this all together again is really looking at checking in with yourself to see where you are, uh, checking in with the person that you're in relationship with to see if you're on the same page about what you each want. And it, it can be something simple like where are you going to go for dinner um, or something like um, how much time do you want to spend uh, cuddling? How much time do you want to spend um, uh, going shopping together? How much time do you want to spend hiking or whatever? It can be anything. So looking at, are you on the same page about what you want? And um, really getting clear on whether that person has the capacity uh, to, to be there in that way. And when people are making requests of you, um, do you have the capacity to be present and to be fully there?
that do it for you? I think it does. All right. Indeed. More is coming soon. Yes. But for now, we love you. Take care. Mwah.